Just before we do this, we should probably disclose that we are recording this on Saturday night now at 9.30. Should just we? Because, or does it, well, I think so because it, the, it might explain some of the quality. So if there's been a dip, <laughs> um, then we've we've got an explanation for it. And if it's great, well... Is that a good explanation, though? Like, if someone's like, oh, this podcast shit, but actually I'll let them off because they recorded it on a Saturday night. Is that how the brain works? I think they'll be like, this is shit, and they recorded it on a Saturday night. Drunk. Idiots. I'm not listening to that. Hi everyone and welcome to Unplanned, a fortnightly ramble with three planning barristers, one super special guest from the world of planning, 30 minutes, two topics on planning, law and a little bit of life thrown into Unplanned because we'll pick those topics out of a literal hat, live, on air, before your very ears. Wow. Feels like absolutely ages since we've heard that. This isn't season two. We don't have seasons at Unplanned. This is just the only time we've been able to get together since the last time, which we call oh episode seven. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I think um, we're six technically. Jeff. Six. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's that attention to detail that really sets us apart. I think that's what the legal yeah. five hundred says about us all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say was it's not season two, we don't have seasons and we don't have a retired Supreme Court judge, but the chances are we've got a future Supreme Court judge here, right? I mean, That's one in right. four. Fact, <laughs> fact, and I appreciate that and I'm very grateful. Um, f- thank you. You thank just keep you reading indeed. those briefs, Zach, and you'll get there. <laughs> I probably should introduce everybody, shouldn't I? I'm Joe Cannon yeah. from Cornerstone. Um, there's Becky Clutton from FTB. Hello, Becky. Hello. Hi. There's Phil Robson. <laughs> From King's Chambers. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just trying to think if I can summer up less enthusiasm than Becky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hi, hi. It's Zach Simons from Landmark. Hi, Zach. Good, good evening. Oh God, there it is. Shall we uh, do some unplanned style hat japes? What is the hat? Well, the hat. It's um. What this is is a flat cap. Now, I generally look like a dick in hats. I don't like hats. They don't, don't suit me. I've true. got the wrong shaped face. It is. What true. about your cricket hat? Look like an idiot in every single hat. Um, Actually, you've never worn you've never worn one. I've never seen you wear it. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Take it from Put me. Put the flat cap on. Yeah, you look like a dickhead. Exactly. You, actually, you look like a you look like a bit of a kind of Cockney tinker. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your legal five hundred review. <laughs> the legal skills of a Cockney tinker. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but charming. He's a charming exactly. Cockney tinker. He's a charming Cockney tinker. Rob your pocket watch. Um, I bought this hat at um, Ardalanish Weavers on the Ross of Mull off the west coast of Scotland. And if if I didn't look like a dick in hats, it would look fantastic on me. And the thing about this hat that I want to share is that I bought one for me, size large, and I bought Mm -hmm. one for my son, Shoras, size small, and it fits in beautifully. We've got identical flat caps. And happily, he doesn't look like a dick in hats. He looks brilliant in hats. He looks cute. That's a lovely... Lovely That's story. story. It's yeah. nice to know it's not genetic in a way, isn't Absolutely. it? It's nice to know that there's hope for the next generation. Where, where we might have fallen short, yeah. Yeah. there's still hope for them. Exactly. Right then. Uh, hat, topics, yeah. that sort of thing. Topics and a hat, absolutely. Yeah. Get that drum roll. What I've pulled out of the hat is, how was your holiday? So, um, Zach, 
How was your holiday? It was uh, domestic. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I'll tell you what though, genuinely, because of all the cancelled foreign plans that yeah. have occurred, never really spent much time in Devon before this summer. Mm. Boy, is that that was a really spectacular experience that I will be wanting to repeat. And then also, never hung out so much in the wonderful beaches of Suffolk. Yeah, uh, until this summer, and that was. Again, also absolutely mega. And so in the end, notwithstanding the fact that I do miss having been, you know, out of England, but I mean, it was, it was pretty good. We had Mm. some, it was some nice sea swimming going on. And my big, big tip is Cove Hive Beach uh, near the, near Beckles, near the uh, borders of Norfolk and Suffolk. Uh, What a a lovely place name Beckles is. It is nice, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Beckles. Lovely. It's just down the Lovely. road from Bungie, which is not quite so nice. Yes, name. where I yeah. d- jumped into the uh, river. What, wave, what's it called? The Waveney. River Wavenden, I think. Waveney. Waveney. Mm. Wavenden to Milton Keynes. Yeah, the river. And it's Waveney. not Wavenden. It, can I just correct something here? Because this Wavenden, <clears throat> people keep calling the Wavenden case Wavenden. I grew Wavenden. up in Milton Keynes. It's Wavenden, yeah. and it is driving uh, me round the bend. It, um, it's a bit of a. It does point to a broader problem that it's probably right that we address. I think mm. that. As as planning barristers called on to to visit the villages of England and 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 beyond, yeah. um, it, it can be a bit it can be a bit difficult and can put one at, at odds with the local folks mm. if you get pronunciations oh, wrong. God, and I can... Yeah, you're right. One of my favourite moments in inquiries is when the uh, in any inquiry is when the appellant's barrister in a contentious housing scheme mispronounces the name of the village, yeah, and, and then good. does so throughout the inquiry. My second favourite moment. Oh is when they call it a town when it's a village or call it a oh, village when it's a town. And the yeah. third parties are just livid for the entire inquiry. Yeah, I love yeah. those moments. I live I've, for I've, got, I've got a confession to make now, <laughs> which is that during a, mm. a an enforcement inquiry, I think it was actually some years ago, against another member of my own chambers, I allowed him to mm. refer throughout the entire inquiry to the place of Chessant as yeah. Chestnut. <laughs> and I never corrected him. That's cute. So it's like a little squirrel. It's good. Am I forgiven? Yeah, of course you're forgiven. I think you're elevated. Just next to Bickles. Lovely place. (laughs) Phil, what was your holiday situation? Uh, What was our holiday situation? Well, as uh, as you all know, uh, we had a baby in March and then it was locked on me. It's now seven months old and fucking massive. Uh, (laughs) The upshot of that was my wife's uh, uh, maternity leave turned not to be fun cake and yeah. socializing but actually mm. homeschooling yeah and our holiday of a whole month in spain in august got shit canned because mm. uh you know something else was going on mm. so all of those things came together to result in what sounds like possibly one of the worst decisions you could ever make for a family holiday which was going to both sets of in-laws mm. on consecutive weeks <laughs> oh jeez, that sounds wonderful uh, which Mercifully for me, uh, I had a two-week inquiry during, <laughs> during oh, this, this no, yeah. holiday. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't spend that much time up at both houses. Mm. Uh, but actually, it was very nice. We're fortunate in that um, my wife's parents live in Settle in North Yorkshire, which is lovely, mm. and you can go for lots of very nice walks. And my parents live in the South Lakes. So we had a very nice time lovely. walking around in the countryside thinking, 
isn't it nice to be mm. out in the open air? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it was, it was lovely. And I ate, I mean, my body weight in ice cream. If I'd have gone to Devon, I'd have died because yeah. there's even more ice cream there. It's, mm. it was and the whole clotted cream issue that yeah. you have to oh. get through. I mean, I had two holidays this summer. I also oh. had a baby in lockdown. So my wife is also on maternity leave, but um, we didn't have to do any homeschooling because our older baby is not school age. But we were too frightened to book a foreign holiday because we thought it would have to be cancelled correctly, as it turns out. So we mm-hmm. went for three weeks in Norfolk and a week on the Yeah. Exactly. Very nice. A whole month. Yeah. Which actually, in an echo of your approach, Phil, was sort of some time with my family, who are from North Norfolk, and some time with my wife's family, who are from Glasgow, in Glasgow. But actually, the lockdown in Glasgow meant that we then couldn't hang out with them, so we had to go to the Isle of Mull by ourselves. Um, I'm not going to make any comment about that. It was a lovely holiday that we had. <laughs> Everyone's so free and easy with, you know, implied comments actually, about their in-laws. That on was a public just a cheap body. joke. Uh, it was actually yeah. a bit of a downer that they couldn't come because oh, there's nothing it? like yeah, grandparents to look after your kids. And free childcare, yeah. That is yeah. true. And actually, uh, I'm sure, Joe, you'll feel the same. In fact, everybody, all four of us with kids, I think... Uh, one of the consequences of lockdowns is grandparents who who live for seeing their grandkids yeah. have mm. uh, have really have really struggled. So actually, getting a bit of time before, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not an epidemiologist or, or a doctor or anything, but who'd have thought what, this? Why would are you this here, winter? <laughs> this is which which podcast is this? I forget. I exactly <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Rapidly backtracking on my unnecessary rudeness about my parents-in-law, what they did do was they lent us their car. So we went to Glasgow and they lent us the car so we didn't have to drive. And they had filled the car with wow. uh, games, toys, a bike. Oh, I, met- I mean, See. you know, the, all the stuff oh. that you can't take on a self-occasion holiday. It was a Very game nice. changer. Yeah. It was really good. Very so nice. It was a shame they weren't there, but they um, they definitely stepped up. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the three weeks in Norfolk were amazing. That was where I grew up. And going back somewhere where you haven't been since you were 17, 18, and doing a bunch of stuff that you used to do when you were that age, now that you're not that age, was in a way great, in another way kind of weird. Tragic. Was, um, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, drinking cider in a bus stop. Yes. That's what I was just going to say. I'm not sure that <laughs> I really want to go back to... No, there were lots oh, of things I, I didn't want to do again. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was um, it was a sort of a... You wouldn't... I have never done a two-week holiday in the UK, and I don't think I would ever do a two-week no. holiday in Norfolk, but for the lockdown, or I would never have. Yeah. But actually, it was kind yeah, of great. Yeah, yeah. You know, apart mm. from the weather, it was really super. And I bought a lovely hat in Scotland, so, you know. Marvellous. So it all comes full circle. Yeah. Be- Becky, what, what's your what's your situation? Good and disappointing in equal measure, I think. We had, we, I had, we had two, I had two weeks that were supposed to be off. And then the first week reminded me why I don't normally stay in this country, um, which was that <laughs> I ended up working for the entirety of it. I think I had about half, half a day off. Um, you know, during which I, I don't know, maybe went to soft play or something, mm. which was a real holiday, as you might imagine. Can you um, do that now? Are they open? Yeah, oh, they, they are. are. I mean, actually, I shouldn't say because I secretly quite like soft play. I think I might be the only parent in the whole world mm. who does. It's, um, it's but an I excuse to have a really dirty hot dog, which <laughs> is always a winner in my eyes. Is it? I long to go on a drop slide. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah. that's the reason for it. So. Um, although the one obviously my daughter's only tiny so we can't really go on the drop slide yet 
but I'm waiting for the day when I can leave her in the ball pool though she'll just fly on the top exactly um so so the first week was yes is every reason why I normally have to leave the country if I want to stop working because you just don't otherwise um but then uh having yeah spent you know that half a day with my daughter uh in the soft play we then left her with our grand with her grandparents and went to Scotland for a couple of days and um something else we'd been intending to go to a fabulous hotel five farms um for a long time but you know there's always there's always a reason not to go you always think well we'll go you know to Paris or Mm. we'll go to Ibiza or something um which we could lovely life you guys have got (laughs) sounds great it sounds great (laughs) the old Paris Ibiza dichotomy yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's a look it's it's a Mm. it's a first world problem but it's a problem yeah it's a problem so we went there and it was actually wonderful um and we stayed uh i said we 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 had this fabulous hotel and then i went fly fishing which was amazing um and great quite cold but great although i I didn't catch anything before you ask but i'm actually relieved because afterwards i found out i'd have had to have thrown it back Mm. which just and seems... you were all up for just bludgeoning it, were you? That was. <laughs> I wanted to punch it. That was yeah. a punch of fish. I've <laughs> got. Oh, punching a wet fish. Yeah. yeah. That could um, be the title we of this podcast. I mean, imagine that standing, standing in water, cold water, mm. punching you know, the shit out of a fish. For, for, <laughs> yeah. I can tell already, Becky, that you're the Bob Mortimer rather than the Paul Whitehouse of the of the fishing world. Yeah, Agilly. Did say that that it's usually I mean, a slightly sexist comment, maybe, but possibly no smoke without fire. Did say that it is usually the women who mm. stand there and go, what, "What do you mean? I can't, I can't butcher it." Oh, really? It's, yeah. yeah. Wow. But why? I mean, what a waste of time. Anyway, that's yeah. just my take on it. It was lovely. Yeah. Very interesting. It was just. Did yeah. um? Did your other half catch anything? No. 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 It was no. a total blank. A total zero. There was a total blank, but nonetheless. We had a lovely time yeah. and we had some excellent sandwiches. And yeah. it was a good day out for the fish. <laughs> Great day for the fish. We had a wonderful day. <laughs> I got the hat. I got the hat. Here's a, here's a piece of paper. On it is written uh, a review of virtual hearings. So we're what mm. are we six months on from mm. lockdown, and are probably about three months on from when everything started firing up again and happening digitally and remotely. Is that about right? Time yeah, time uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we've all done some remote things. I did a two-day judicial review remotely. Um, Phil, haven't you been doing something exciting in Doncaster, as they say? Yeah, the Doncaster EIP. Yeah, uh, which yes. is a blended event, so blended event. partly in person and partly remote, and it's been mm. very good. Pins okay. and the council, yeah, it has actually. It's been great. Um, it's a lot more focused than other EIPs, much less mm. meandering grandstanding. Um, it's been fabulous. I've enjoyed it a lot. I frankly mm. just getting out of the house made yeah. me feel like I have a proper mm. job. Um, yeah, I put a suit on. I drove to Doncaster. I enjoyed both of those things. Uh, I had a Greg's at lunchtime, which is nice. Yes, you know, back yeah. onto inquiry food. Yeah, <laughs> now with added yeah. salt and pepper. 
Was it yes. an egg and cress? Yeah. Yeah. Super. Has it That's finished great. now? It's been, it's been great. Uh, no, it's still going on. Okay. Um, I'm doing it with Jonathan Easton, who yeah. is leading me. Yeah. Uh, is he grand enough to have juniors now? I mean, he's pretty grand, isn't um, he? Well, more than that. He's, more, he's than. more than grand enough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I yeah. mean, he should have two, maybe. He should have I two. mean, the one, he's, the one he's got is useless, so he may as well have <laughs> one, that, yeah. actually. So, I mean, someone who's read the papers, for yeah. example. Yeah. <laughs> and, Zach, you're so good at them, you do them for free now. I do them for free. I love them so much. Mm. No, I I, I, um, I just I just do. I did a, a, a... I've only done planning inquiries. I've done mm. two planning inquiries uh, virtually. Mm. Uh, and... You know, for reasons perhaps that we can return to, I am a big fan. Got to yeah. say, big fan. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we can come back to why. But yeah, I, I, I've been, I've been doing a couple. No, nothing in court though yet. Is that basically you just setting up a plug for your Planarax blog, which explained why <laughs> you love virtual uh, inquiries? Because that's okay. Does Zach do a blog? Yeah, he does apparently. Yeah. It's an award-winning. <laughs> no, it's um. I I will run you through very briefly why mm. I think they are mm. the future or the mm. present, aren't they? But why I don't. I think it'll actually get harder and harder for people to mm. to, to wheel back. things back. Yeah, I think it will. I really do. Certainly for planning inquiries. I know for, in court. I understand in court. There's a bit of a push in mm. both the court and the tribunal, apparently, to get things back in. Yeah. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Apparently. But I understand. But for planning inquiries and hearings, now that everyone is starting to get a bit more mm. accustomed to the the tech, which is still, you know, still there's yeah. teething pains for sure. Mm. But I mean, geez, Louise! Like the first thing is, everyone just saves so much money. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I have saved money, loads yeah. of money, and time, yeah. Yeah. traveling, staying yeah. in premier inns, and all that stuff that we've talked about before on yeah. this podcast. The kind of downsides of. Um, doing our job when you're doing a lot of inquiries just like more or less disappear i mean it's great mm. it works in the sense that like that, that all the big concerns in like early lockdown that joe was talking about were that the planning inspector had were about how you would get local people involved whether or not you know a, a decent wide range of people can dial in on the telephone yeah. or mm-hmm. use teams and it turns out you know it's as easy. some of us yeah. were saying at the time people have fucking telephones and can just <laughs> Can dial yeah. the telephone yeah. and uh, it's fine it works fine and actually it works better because mm. people don't have to like people who have work we've yeah. talked about this on the podcast before i'm yeah. sure yeah, yeah. um people who have work and all the rest of it like don't have to like take a whole day off and come and sit mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. council chamber you can do it from home or whatever so it, in terms of accessibility i mean it, if if the fear was that it would make it less accessible i'm sure that the reverse is true i mean that's basically what you're yeah. saying isn't it but you know yeah. there's definitely a um there was definitely a feature of planning inquiries that that um, the people who stayed all the time were almost always retired, and the people yeah. who, who weren't retired yeah, we talked about had that to have before, that difficult conversation at the beginning. You know, well, when can you talk? Well, I could come on Tuesday afternoon, but I can't really. You know, I've got child. You know, mm. all yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And whereas now, well, it's a totally different kettle of fish, isn't it? To log on for an hour mm. on a mm. Tuesday afternoon sure. from from home for sure. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, I it, it just I think it it fits so well with with Rosewell. Yeah. Because yeah. if things are organised much more in f- up front and the CMC happens and there's a proper timetable and a programme, a bit like you'd get yeah. for a DCO or for an EIP, yeah. 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 Exactly. where members of the public can be notified four or five weeks in advance of, yeah. well, probably four, three weeks in advance, of, of when they can they can come and speak, how they can access it, whether they come in person or whether they do it um, yeah. over yeah. Zoom. 
I mean, I, after, yeah. after the Doncaster event, I think Section 78 will be in person for cross-examination and virtual for all the round table yeah. stuff. Interesting, yeah. interesting. And, and, unless the inspector wants otherwise. Do you know what I, I think? I, it'd be interesting. I mean, I, I haven't had any uh, planning inquiries that have been virtual yet. I have had other hearings, um, and I've I was in the upper tribunal. I'm just out, off the back of a, a an upper tribunal hearing week four last, I think it was, and that was going to be my first experience of having to cross examine, but uh, yeah. you know, virtually. And actually, yeah. it was. It was fine. I'd expected right. it to to not work somehow, but it yeah. but yeah, it yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I think it made it in some ways more effective. Obviously, not. I mean, clearly, it was massively effective <laughs> because I was delivering it. But um, <laughs> no, the, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, there was less. The, the witnesses I found tended to answer properly or or yeah. give more give more straight answers and also crucially there was far less interruption from yeah. opponents yeah. than mm. has been the case in in real life and i think because it's 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 quite one thing isn't it to sit in a room with somebody and say oh well, you know i I'm sorry to interrupt space, but it's actually quite difficult to do that in practical terms yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. on a yeah. on a on a video call. Um, yeah. So yeah. I thought that was good, and I actually felt for that reason as well that it made the whole thing less confrontational and more just yeah. about getting through the evidence. Yeah. And, and I I thought that was beneficial personally. Yeah. Definitely, I liked that. I've totally found that that point about the lack of about sort of dialing down the heat in the yeah, room completely and the, the metaphorical room because obviously you're not in a room. Yeah. I, I've totally found that I've been in one of the inquiries that I was doing. I, it was the sort of session that in the real world everyone would have been getting a little bit, you know, mm. losing their rag, but yeah. because it definitely helped to diffuse things. I totally agree. Yeah, Becky. Yeah. What about the screen sharing thing, Becky? I don't, we don't want to get into screen sharing disasters, but um, how is someone? I've done a. I haven't done a planning inquiry yet, um, virtually, but I've done a JR and a couple of other things and a, quite a few licensing hearings. And the host of the meeting has been the screen sharing person, and so has kind of brought the documents up. Is that how it's happened for you guys? You haven't had to try and control the screen as well as cross examine. I think that might get difficult, mightn't it? Oh well, we. Oh, I had a paper bundle. So uh, because actually our hearing was in, in common, what Zach was saying, the tribunal is mostly keen to get back to in-person hearings. But um, there were reasons, uh, specific reasons on this particular case, why we had to have a virtual hearing in the end. But we'd already had all the bundles and everything made up. So we had them. Right. So I, I was just sat at a desk cross-examining yeah. exactly the same way as I normally would. It was right. just that the witness was on the on the screen rather yeah. than um, yeah. in front of me, and yeah. you know they did a little. In addition to having their, um, you know, to reading their affirmation, they also had to confirm various things about, you know, uh, not having um, anything other than a plain bundle in front of them. That that sort of thing. Right. Not having an electronic right, right. messaging device on them. But yeah, it was fine. But but it was a case that involved no evidence of fact. It was all mm. expert yeah. evidence, and so I think. I do think that might be slightly different. I think if there's contentious evidence of fact, which is, I suppose, why they haven't been doing enforcement inquiries, I think, have they? No, but they, they have. So um, Piers Riley Smith oh, right. at my place, who's one of the new tenants, um, has done a couple of virtual enforcement inquiries. Oh, really? Which, yeah. With oh, Ground right. D, factual dispute on oath, really? Yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, and, and on the, on the, the King's Genius WhatsApp chat, he confirmed you've got to bring your own Bible. Which, is that right? <laughs> yeah, really which was not the BYOB we're all used to. I agree with, with Becky, because the one thing, if there are downsides, one of them is is that obviously the, the cues that you yeah. get from a witness are obviously a different, because you yeah. can't mm-hmm. read, read body language or facial expressions in quite the same way, which does mean, I think, if you've got an enforcement inquiry where, say, the credibility of a witness is on the line, yeah. that is a bit, it's a bit tricky, I think. You can still see um, when they break down in tears, Zach, and slam the desk saying, you can't handle the truth, Mr. Simons. That, that, that still true. comes across. I've, I have had that. Yeah. that. Luckily, that works on Teams yeah, exactly. very well. Um, what On the screen sharing thing, on my first go, because I was so into like fiddling around with all the gizmos, <laughs> I did loads of screen sharing during my cross-examination. You know, yeah. can you look at this phrase? And I yeah. put up the phrase on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. it was great. I, I felt like I was... Yeah. you know, in total control, like I kind of yeah. cracked the matrix. But mm. actually, I think perhaps I was overusing it a bit. Yeah. And it, on reflection, mm. the downside of the way that... A bit <laughs> surprise, surprise. I think the downside with it, the way it works, when you're trying to cross-examine, is, is that on Teams, which is what the planning inspector are using... If you screen share something, it takes up the whole screen all of a sudden and everybody's tiny at the bottom. That's just what it does automatically. And the problem with that is is that any semblance of kind of rapport or rhythm or whatever that you've got going with a witness just like goes. And that's the problem, Mm. I think. That's why you need to be a bit careful. But, you know, like for things like architects' presentations or whatever, they're going to do that. They're going to use it Mm. as a tool to kind of do their slideshow. Um, Mm. Anyway. I'm interested in what you said about the courts um, wanting to get back to in-person hearings. So my, my main experience has been a two-day judicial review, planning judicial review, um, which I actually thought worked a dream. I mean, the idea of not having to traipse down to the RCJ and put on a wig and gown and, you know, yeah, all of that stuff. Good, my it? clients were from Suffolk. You know, that would have been a whole day. And, and it actually worked beautifully. You know, everybody could tune in. Um, they used Skype for Business on that one, which wasn't particularly yeah. great, mm. but it that's what fun. the tribunal use as well. Yeah, really interesting. I, I was, I was really. I mean, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. I, I wore shorts and bare feet for the entire two day um, hearing and, and a jacket and tie, which was one of the massive advantages. But even that aside, I thought it just worked really well, and I, mm. I do think it's quite difficult yeah. to answer the question: Well, why would this be better mm. in a drafty room I- in in um, the RCJ, mm. I, I can't I, think of an answer to that. I think, um, I think actually the mode of or the choice of technology that they use is important because I did back in the summer. I did um, it, it was an application f- uh, on a matter related to a DCO that had to be heard in the magistrates' court, and it was a couple of hours of submissions. But the magistrates' court isn't using Skype. No. Teams, Zoom, any of the things oh. that you know, the courts that we're normally in, or the all the yeah. forums that we're normally in use, they use the live link that they normally yeah. use. You know, when someone's stuck in, in prison, HMP yeah. Woodhill or something. Oh, oh my God! Right. And that that How is that work. Well, it's awful. It I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It doesn't. Yeah, you you. It was a very strange experience because they they leave you in this virtual waiting room, and and it is just like when you had to sit in the mags as a pupil yeah. for hours yeah, and yeah, hours yeah, on yeah. end yeah. only yeah. at least you're at home so you can just pop and get a cup of tea yeah. or and you know yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. carry on doing a bit of other work which I suppose actually from an advocate's point of view is so much better mm. yeah, but definitely. then when you're on you're on so you mm. have to be ready straight away and then you get this weird kind of link to the court where it's like a side-on view of 
the judge and it sounds as if they're in a room really far away because the audio quality is dreadful oh that's Um, terrible and yeah and then it kept breaking up and so i mean i think maybe actually this explains why for so long the courts have been so resistant yeah, to yeah, using yeah, 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 video yeah. because that's what they've thought of as being a video hearing. And I, I tell yeah. you, I mean, having done, you know, say a range of these now, it, it, the existing old tech is by far the worst. It was, it yeah. was really not, not really not that useful. But, but otherwise, yeah. in terms of the practical experience, I didn't have to schlep to South End, which was personally yeah. good fish and chips know, though good stuff, convenient yeah. i know well i would have I, that was the only thing that i was really looking forward mm. to but um sit, sitting in the waiting room at south end mags didn't fill me it's with, not fun no yeah yeah i mean that's part of one of the the joys of this job is the lunches that you have when you go to random places well yeah. i think yeah. it's I mean, more I, than that that actually the travel in this job like for me yeah. sitting on a train for half an hour reading me the statement or reading the paper you know those things having i miss i i the tr- yeah. Yeah, having a snooze absolutely for all the efficiency i think there is a for me there is a sadness that if we do mm. um yeah move true. away from you know actual in-person mm. events then there'll be far less traveling and, and i quite like mm. that about our job i remember dreading as a 19 20 year old the idea of yeah. going to the same office every day and sitting yeah. in the same yeah, yeah, office yeah. and doing the same work and actually one of the lovely things about being a barrister is how peripatetic is that the right word it is you know yeah. you go all around the place um I, and i i will miss that i do miss that and I it's would not it's that. not gone yet ma'am because as no, you say with no. the, the, this last week literally this week am i losing track yeah the, the um the the jr challenge against the use classes order and the yeah. G, and the general permitted development order has been heard by the divisional court and in person it in person yeah but i mean yeah. on the overall principle you know if the supreme court can do it and they yeah. are yeah. doing it and you get to see all of like you know lord yeah. reed's sitting room or whatever behind yeah. um it's um why on earth can't can't yeah. The high, the high court. Yeah. I agree with you, Joe. I think in the end, for high court hearings, where we're, what we're doing is making submissions on the law. Yeah, you know, um, and it's not 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 credibility or whatever uh, of live witnesses. Mm. I mean, we could probably get away with that. I mean, as I say, the the thing that I'm doing at the moment, one thing about it is that the Holocaust Moral Inquiry. It's an enormous inquiry in the sense yeah. that there's loads of people dialing yeah. in from all over yeah. the world. Yeah, um, and. If they can make that, I mean, not easy to make it work. Planning Inspector are genuinely doing a really good job um, making it work. But, I mean, God, if you can make that work with members of the public Mm. here, there and everywhere having their say, loads of witnesses being cross-examined by loads of barristers. I mean, it's not, you know, beyond the wit of man for a high court hearing. I think the other thing that they seem to work quite well for, and, you know, we've talked previously about... um, uh, work-life balance and you know making sure that actually at the end of sitting days like that the sitting yeah. days are humane you know that they finish at an appropriate time having regard yeah. to the fact that for most of the people participating the day doesn't finish there that kind of thing yeah. and, and I think there's much more discipline about the sitting day in a in a virtual yeah. hearing than there yeah, is definitely. in a real hearing Huge. and that that is for a sure. I mean actually that if you think is this going to actually increase you know, does this have the potential to help aid retention, for example, of women at the bar if you're yeah. not having to travel away yeah. a lot? Yeah. Um, and yeah, sure. parents, sorry, I should, I should say parents yeah, it's generally. Not just women, but, but that's right. Yeah. You know, as no, we I talked think that's about before. Huge. I think that's mm. so important. And I mean, the biggest change, like notable, tangible change 
that I noticed doing a, the first virtual inquiry was being going home, being at yeah. home, you know, yeah. and being there for bath time and bedtime, yeah. my own bath yeah. time. My yeah. son's bath time, everyone's bath time. Um, and not and not, you know, and not being in the in the mm. Premier Inn on the A seven or yeah. the A nine mm. or any of the A yeah. uh, mm. whatever. Um and what I mean, that is a huge bump up mm. in quality mm-hmm. of life Absolutely. and yeah. the ability to kind of manage the problems that we were talking about earlier in, in earlier episodes mm-hmm. in yeah, season I'm, one. I'm interested to hear you say that, Becky, because that's been one of my feelings about it too. I've done all three case management hearings, you know, the telephone hearings that come a month or so before the inquiry I've done all three and in all three I've discerned a certain humaneness about timetabling and sitting days that I have never never discerned in the planning of an in-person planning inquiry to the extent that um, inspectors even seemed willing to say well look you know what about sitting on the Monday like often Monday is the traveling day and then somebody said well you know actually the Monday is quite useful if you if you can't necessarily do much work at the weekend the Monday is quite good for getting back on top and you know, conversations that would have been, in my view, unthinkable a year ago yeah. because of the sort of weird macho, you know, we'll work every hour Vibe, yeah. need to sleep sort of nonsense. Yeah. So whether that's just um, a changing world or, or whether it's been hastened by this idea of, well, it's a different way of doing things and let's actually think about whether it's humane, as you say. I've definitely yeah. felt that in, in all three of those case management discussions. Yeah, that's good news, isn't it? It's really good a news. A bit, of, yeah. bit of good news yeah. and the, a light a... in the... Darkness. That's a high point to end on, I think, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, we've been going bloody ages. And yeah. it's uh, half ten at night. Oh, of exactly. that hour. Honestly, God alone knows how much of it is worth saving. <laughs> <laughs> this might be quite a short 15, episode. Yeah, Fifteen minutes, exactly. I think, at best. Well, that's that's been a. It's been very nice to be back in touch, everybody. I'm it sorry has. it took us so long, but um, good good to catch up. Um, we really must end there because it is literally twenty <laughs> yeah. past ten on a Saturday night, and uh, yeah, you know, that'll do. Yeah. And I've missed Strictly uh, now, so yeah, yeah. Well, good. Exactly. That's one thing that this podcast one, one benefit yeah that's true yeah exactly yeah. Um, nice to see you all Zach yeah Thank really you. good to see, see you all ma'am. yeah very nice see to see you all soon and, uh, take care and have soon. a wonderful holiday Phil yes yeah. yeah. and you Becky have a, and yeah. you. Have a fantastic I, I look forward he says through gritted teeth to the pictures of freshly grilled octopus oh. and that's the Derbyshire oh, holiday God. and then uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, obviously <laughs> absolutely and Bakewell tarts in Corfu exactly alright See you guys. Have fun. Unplanned is a podcast by me, Zach Simons, Joe Cannon, Rebecca Clutton and Phil Robson. Thank you to Jack McNeil for our theme music. You can subscribe to Unplanned at all purveyors of high quality podcasts. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks.